幸せなふりをした歌うもっと走らず言い聞かせた無謀にもそってかつかみや来た道を一別取りをごめんしまんそこ参戦に次ぐワンガムやマルトによりがかりチェリは積もって果てしない旅の途中で街の柱に立ち寄る疲れた両足をそっと投げ出して寝転ぶと繰り返される浅い眠り何とも同じ者の子顔何とも同じ者の言葉を生きてるだけで悲しいと思うのを出すだけなのでたばこの煙
Can we just... No. <sighs> no? Okay. The resounding consensus appears to be no. Yeah. Bleach Although is I... never gonna be good again. I do, like, I do think the second episode is slightly better than the first episode. Actually, the second episode is, it's not great, but it is leagues ahead of the first episode. It's not blatantly offensive, sure. Yeah, like, bars underground, but at least it clears it. God. You you never know with this show. You never know what you're gonna get. Are, are we getting filler episodes next time? Please, dear God, tell me it's the filler ones. I'm I'm looking it up. I'm googling. I don't think so. I think we've I think we've some time. I wouldn't mind some resolution on this last fight. Yeah, okay. It looks like, it looks like next week we have more of this and then I think the week after we have filler. Yeah, cuz I think the yeah. I think the fi- when we're getting filler it's going to be like it's the end of this arc, which I think they're finishing this fight out first. Sick. That's so it. yeah, I guess let's get into the muck. Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Just get let's right into it. it. Uh, let's just get to the real complaints. Uh, <laughs> with episode 200, The Hardest Body, Cut Down Noitora. Noitra. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, this episode starts with a short film of Xyloporo going through time dilation and begging for death because Mayuri's awful and just like staring at him with a sword stuck in him and going, man, what a loser, what a dipshit, perfect being my ass. And it's like, the part that frustrates me is that this episode starts with somewhat of an interesting character beat for Mayuri, which is like, as a, as a person who, like, views himself as, a, like, it's not just that he is a scientist as a person who does science. He, like, views himself, he defines himself as a scientist in, like, as, like, everything. That is his entire being. And it is as, a primary concern of his identity, yes. Yeah, and yeah. as a scientist, he hates the very notion of perfection. Because if you're perfect, that means you're, there's no, there's nothing to progress. Like, it stops. Uh, if if something's perfect, it can't get better, and that's like anathema to him. And he's like, eh, "Assuming you were perfect is what made you lose before we even fought." As a scientist, if you could even call yourself that, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, and then he gets weird because he like he breaks off his sword in Xyloporo's chest. And when Uryu's like, why, why would you do that? <laughs> He's like, oh, it's because my sword disobeyed me by attacking. Doesn't matter that it was under control by another being. It disobeyed me, and as such, I will punish it by snapping it in half. And whatever, I can fix it. And it's like, bro. <laughs> That's you're... well within the bound of the Zanpakuto rules we all know and love. He's literally the guy who told Renji. He's literally the guy who tells Renji, hey, your sword's not like just a sword. It's like a fragment of your soul or whatever. God. I, I do kind of like this because it does characterize uh Mayuri further into being like, he doesn't like anything he can't control or experiment with. So, like, 
the second his Zanpakuto, even though it was under control by somebody else, the second his Zanpakuto is no longer under his control, he's like, fuck that then, snaps in half. Like, it makes sense, and I do, I do appreciate them, like, actually, like, following through with something like that. Yeah, uh, and then we get to, like, the bad part of the episode, because, so he looks at Nemu, who can't answer his call on account of being a grayed-out corpse at this time. Uh, and he kneels next to her, and he does a motion which is made to look like and sound like sex. And yeah. we, hear, we have to, like, hear Nemu, like, pant and moan and, like, presumably orgasm, while Renji and Uryu are being like, Oh god, what is he doing? Why did that work to heal her? And they joke, and they're, like, working in a joke about how, Well, you can't show that out- or, No, they're like, Hey, we couldn't even show that to the audience! Uh, and he finishes it off by saying, like, what I was doing wasn't dirty. You think it was dirty. That means you're the pervert. But like the like the way that the scene is framed is just like a haha sex joke, like entirely. Uh, I hate it. I hate this bit. <laughs> it's a bad. Joke. It was. It was one of those bits where like watching it for the first time, my eyes like glazed over, and I was just like, man. Like, I I straight up can't believe this made it into the show. It, it was that bad. I, I, I hated this. It sucks. It's just, I don't even know that there's all that much to say aside from this is nasty and I hate it. And it was bad. Yeah, like, yeah, I think, I think, honestly, I think we all agree and I'm just going to move on from that scene because fuck that scene. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm in the same boat. <laughs> So, now that Nemu is all better, he tells Nemu to use her drill arm to free Dundachaka, well, to dig, which free- ends up freeing Dundachaka and Peche, uh, tells her to, like, keep digging past slash through them because he doesn't give a shit, he's just trying to get to something. Uh, and then eventually we see what he was interested in, which is Xyloporo's deepest treasure, the most important room to any scientist, the experiment research room, where we see the silhouette of two hanged figures and like it's i'm so checked out at this point in the episode like this scene and the and like the other scenes like just this whole thing so far is just in incredibly bad taste like it's it's trash it also takes him like three minutes to get to around to saying what he's looking for no it's not this no it's not that no it's not another thing Shut up. Yeah, he's just he's over here practicing his Joker soliloquy while like get walking slow very slowly and ponderously towards the door. Um Thankfully at this point we well, thankfully question mark, we move on to Zaraki's fight with Noitra, where the former's well, like is, getting Yes? It, does Renji before that go like I need to go help? And then Mayuri is just like, No you don't. He won already. It's a it's a settled matter. Uh, no, it's a little later. Okay, well then, that's gonna happen later. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So basically, like really quickly, we see that Zaraki's fighting and he's getting cuts and bruises, and Nortra's skin is just like so hard that it completely repels Zaraki's sword. His skin is just that hard, and then like Yachiru's watching on grimly, but then licks her lips, and then we cut back to Uryu because we get the like. We get the whole bit with Nemu and Mayuri attempting mad science on him, and Mayuri calls him an ingrate, but Uryu's like, you're just trying to... 
It's it's just a big slapstick thing where Uryu's saying, like, hey, you're just trying, you're not actually trying to heal me, you're trying to experiment on me, and then it ends with Nemu suffocating him with her tits. Um, whatever. And then that's the, that's the point where Renji goes, hey, heal me up, I want to kill fighting, and then Mario responds with, well, the only person still fighting is Zoraki, and if you go, if you try to go fight next to Zoraki, he's just going to kill you too. Like, that's just what's going to happen. He's He doesn't give a shit about, like, allies while he's fighting. Um. It's, I, I, I struggled to like most of this episode. Um, I, I, I think, like, of the three Espada fights we have seen recently, meaning, like, uh, against Zomari, um, and against Zyle, I do think the fight against Neutra has been, like, my favorite to watch. However, like, when it's just Zaraki and Neutra fighting, and it's just about, like, Neutra's skin being hard, there there's not all that much interest. And then paired with all of the Mayuri shit happening this episode, this episode I was just sitting here like, please, just let it end. Please let this be the end of Bleach, you know? Like, I feel like this Neutra fight would be more interesting, or at least this point would be more interesting if we hadn't also had the Ichigo and uh, Naliel fights, like, before them. Yeah. Or if we'd only had one of the two, maybe, like, to sell... Because we- we've already seen, uh... We've seen uh, Neutra, like, getting pushed back, right? <laughs> <laughs> by by uh, Neliel, and it's like, well, okay, but now we, like, dip down, and he's a threat again, I guess, <laughs> but, I don't know, the, the pacing's weird, like, the, the decision to, like, have the, those fights, and then have a fight where, like, Neutra is, like, visibly panicking or whatever, um, and then start no-selling stuff again afterwards with someone who is potentially supposed to be stronger, question mark? Um, again, the way that yeah. Mayuri talks about this has, like, an air of, like, not only would you be killed, it would be pointless because, like, he's gonna win this for sure anyway. Yeah. And, like, Mayuri even looks cool when he's doing that. Like, that's some, some of the cool, like, shots, uh, and the manga pages are also, like, really good looking. Those are those are actually some of the manga pages that I, that I copied this week. Um, uh, but yeah, so... We go, we cut back to Zoraki, who has a moment where he's like, you can't be cut. You say you can't be cut, but you still, like, dodge my attacks. So you can't be that tough. Like, obviously, if you're dodging, it means, like, I am able to hurt you. And Noitro's response is like, oh, that's a reflex nerd. Uh, but he just, he answers it by grabbing Noitro's blade with his hand and then, like, stabbing him right through the eye patch. Uh, and we get, like, a big red kill screen of him, like, holding up the Arankara by the sword. But surprise! Neutra grabs Zoraki's hands and stabs him in the heart. Uh, because the only reason the sword went through his face is because that's where his hollow hole is. It's Can I say eyes. something now? <laughs> and no one's allowed to get mad at me? Yeah. I didn't realize that it was two guys with eye patches fighting until this moment. <laughs> 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 Do you think that's how Kubo decided 
Do you think he was like, and who should face off against oh, Neutra? Yeah. Scientist <laughs> sure. versus scientist. Eye patch versus eye patch. <laughs> Biakia. He's like, he's yeah, like right. presenting <laughs> it to his. <laughs> He's like presenting options to like his editor at Shuisha. He's just like, so uh, what do you think about uh, Biakia versus Neutra? And the editor's like, I, I don't know. The- I-, I feel like maybe Biakia should go help Rukia. O- okay, 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 okay. I got it. I got it. I got it. Eyepatch versus Eyepatch. Kenpachi Zaraki versus Neutra. And the editor's just like shaking his head so hot. Ha- heavily that like his coffee's spilling all over the floor that that's what i imagine happened in that mm-hmm. building that day damn now i'm imagining a world where the fight is instead like biakia <laughs> fighting neutra and it's it's a whole like oh you can like literally shove him around with your giant swarm of petals but they can't cut him and that's like the big problem and then you know you get like an interesting dynamic there oh uh, but yeah, that's basically where the episode ends. Uh, in the post credit scene, we have Renji and Kira looking at the wild contraption that Mayuri's building in Soul Society. Just like this giant construction yard. Something so big that if there was ever an accident, it would completely destroy Soul Society. And uh, Tetsuzaemon is there working on the construction crew because he's like, I'm here to get paid and reclaim the money that this project stole from me. Uh, which I did think was kind of funny. But also, this giant construction is the thing that we saw in the last movie. God. We like, love to see it. So they're joking about, like, oh yeah, if it ever goes out of control, it'll destroy everything. Although they don't mention the giant rivers of cum. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, the whole fucking <laughs> jizz mechanism in there. The Soul King's penis. <laughs> Oh. And then, as far as the manga, there's not really any... The only change... Uh, well, I guess it is rather significant. So, in the anime, that scene that's, like, distasteful trash, one of the reasons I think that it, like, really hits me is, like, this is cursed and I don't like watching it, is that it feels like they, po- they position Mayuri, like, directly, like, like, near Nemu's body, and then they make it look like he's, like, jerking off or something. It's, like, they, they, they like, give a motion to, like, his, his back that is really weird. In the manga, you don't see him at all. You just get voice voice clips. And honestly, it makes me think of the um, hand massage scene from Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, right? So it's, like, in the way this scene is framed, it could just as be, it could just be he's giving her, like, a freaky, like, an acupuncture, like, hand massage, and she's making lewd noises. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like, I feel like it hits better in the manga. There's at least an ambiguity there that allows you to engage in some deniability. Yeah, whereas in the anime, it's like, no, this is a sex joke. <laughs> uh, the manga also has, like, some really sick covers and also chapter titles. Uh, like, we get chapter 306, Not Perfect is God, where... You've just got Mayuri as, like, a Baphomet figure. <laughs> I prefer this. Uh, and then the, the part where he tells uh, Renji, like, you're just going to get eaten by Zoraki. Like, he's a beast devouring everything on all sides. You're just going to die. Uh, you get, like, 
some really good, like, cutaways to Zoraki who's fighting and having a hard time. But then you get, like, the chapter title for that chapter, which is Bleach 307, Bite It, Slash It. <laughs> Hell yeah. It's sick. It's just, it's a transition from one panel of Zoraki, like, joyfully, like, roaring, and then just this really sketchy, like, here's the 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 chapter title the chapter number the chapter title and then like fangs in darkness and it's like oh shit <laughs> this rules right that page of of mayuri talking right when it cuts to zaraki mm-hmm. it does a thing that i think works pretty well that kubo does sometimes where like at its worst it feels like kubo tends to just leave a shitload of um like white space in mm-hmm. his pages but here, right, there's a, a more detailed, more sort of resolutioned um, panel on top of Mayuri speaking, right? You can see the clouds in the background and rubble. And then it cuts to this hanging moment, right? The the fact that there's not any detail beyond Zaraki and, like, flecks of blood in the panel, leave it hanging in a way. There's There's some motion... Right, but it leaves you hanging in a sort of timeless um, sense on the page, and I think that that's really effective. Before it cuts back in to again uh, Mayuri's face, and you can see still the clouds in the background and the um, gradient for the sky as well. Right, and so it it I think does this really interesting um, thing with this cutaway that does feel almost. Uh, cinematic. I can hear a sound effect in my head when I look at it and I read it, even though there's no sound effects on the page. Um, hmm. I like it a lot. And I think that sometimes it is excessive, right? Kubo isn't always perfect about this, but this is a really solid example of you know, use of the form in a very effective way, I think. Mm-hmm. I yeah, totally like, I think... agree, honestly. Yeah, like, I think it's it's fair to say that sometimes he over, he overuses like big action shots with completely nothing going on in the background, um, especially especially later on in the in the series, which we'll eventually get to. Uh, mm-hmm. But I agree, like this particular page, like this page just looks great, and it's like, oh no, this is on purpose. You can tell that's like they are ostensibly in a a similar uh, environment, but there was a decision here to. This panel and that panel have sky have a skybox. They have clouds. They have this. They have a color gradient. They have a grayscale gradient that represents the color of the sky. And then Zaraki's just like in this in this moment, this instant. Man's- right, and there there's something to be said. Right, it might sound kind of funny because you're looking at a blank panel largely. But I do believe that it takes some restraint to do that, right? To mm-hmm. choose not to render um, with with the accuracy, right, of a camera, for example, the moment, right? I think that that is something that does take some restraint and consideration because I can imagine autopiloting your way through it where it's like, I can imagine this cluttered with with the environment and the wreckage of you know, the three fights that have occurred against yeah. uh, Noitora up to this point. And there's also something that's really lovely that's being done with the use of of the, uh, the black and white and the balance of color here, where uh, 
slightly slightly to the right of center of the panel uh you can sort of like follow an arc of the blacks of the page curving down to to slightly to uh slightly to the left of the panel and then there's a visual language where uh Mayuri's Haori and uh, Zaraki's Haori sort of create like an S shape back into Mayuri's face on the last panel that really uh, expertly guides your eyes across the page um, in a way that I think, again, is easy to to let go uh, unstated or unappreciated. But it is a really effective way of guiding you around and like toward through the speech bubbles. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't always love the the comics work, right? The uh the layout, the balancing of pages or whatever that Kubo does, but this I think is a really solid example of a very effective page done by you know someone who knows what he's doing. Yeah, like this is like the line of action going from like first the. First word bubble, following the curve of Myuri's back across the second word bubble, and then like going back in the other direction to follow the curve of uh, Soraki's back down to the next panel's bubbles. Like, it's almost Dragon Ball esque in like here's the line of action that guides you through this page. Exactly. Yeah, and then the last thing that I have for this particular episode is uh, the chapter title for. Bleach 308, which is Satan from Orbit. Oh, fuck That's a yeah. cool title. <laughs> I love like, that. Going forward, I believe we're entering the era of, like, every third every third chapter at most has an incredibly sick title. Thank God. Uh, yeah. And that's it for this episode. How about we take a little break? Yeah, let's sure, cut to sure. break. So let's get right back into it with episode 201, Neutra released, Multiplying Arms. <laughs> it's a dumb title. It's a really dumb title. It's descriptive. Yeah, I mean, this does happen. Uh, this episode begins with Neutra gloating that he can't be her, and Zaraki here is just like, blah blah blah, that just means I can actually kill you, hell yeah, let's do this. And they resume fighting, while Ichigo, Orihime, and Yateru continue looking on. Uh, the battle rages for a while, and Neutra, like, st- he tries to brush the sword away with his arm like he has been doing, but whoops, it actually cuts him this time. Uh, he calls it a fluke, and Zaraki just, like, he takes a couple of practice swings that, like, make a giant explosion in the desert. And he demands another round. And this time, uh, Kipachi's blade just slices clean through Neutro's weapon and cuts his face. And he says, finally gotten used to how hard you are. <laughs> He's been rusty, you see, and has been terrible at keeping his strength in check. And I, on, I genuinely don't know if what he means is using less pure strength means that he can, like, cut with a better technique so he can cut better. Or... If he means, I've been holding back too much because I'm used to fighting weaklings and it took me a while to, like, calibrate to how strong you are. Because I don't want to go full strength. Because, you know, we we all know Zoraki's shtick by now, right? Um, so I don't know, like, which one of it. But in the manga, as in the anime, he just says, 
I've finally gotten used to how hard you are. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> it you is ever... a sick thing to say. <laughs> you ever just get used to how hard your bro is? <laughs> and then your bro replies by extending his tongue as far as he can. <laughs> uh, so Noitra shoots a, Z- a Zero from his tongue uh, that Kampachi, like blocks single-handedly. Admittedly, incredibly badass. <laughs> and then he approaches, and you, there is this this bit in the anime where Kampachi, as he's approaching, looks like two or three times his size. Uh, but they don't do like the u- they don't do the like usual obvious looming thing that anime often does. It's it's more of a like he is approaching, and the perspective makes him look giant, gigantic. But they don't really mm-hmm. focus on it. They don't like pause on it. Uh, they do have Noitra panics, uh, panicking and attacking, and then he knocks the eye patch off. And oh no, buddy, <laughs> that was a bad idea. Uh, because as soon as he knocks the eye patch off, he is sliced across the chest, and Kabanchi's like, "Dumbass, <laughs> you <laughs> took off my eye patch." Are you, hey buddy? Are you still alive? Can you like keep fighting, or are you about to keel over? And you know, Noitra's like. You can't kill me. You're the loser here. Blah, 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 blah. And he unleashes his own resurrection, Santa Teresa. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just n- now really thinking about it, but I think I've undercovered... I, I've uncovered what my problem with the resurrection is. Um, it's that it seems so often, like... um deployed in the exact same way we would expect to see a Bankai deployed. Um, in that often it's like, oh, the villain is finally losing. Time for them to enter their second form. Which, like, it makes sense. Don't get me wrong. But, like, so often we get to see so little of the Resurrection, or it's just not that interesting or different. And I'm just like, hmm, maybe we should have stopped at Bankai. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, one of the cooler Resurrections so far was the oh, fight yeah. that uh, Peche and Uryu had against the um, the bird lady, right? Oh, agree. Where she, where she had, like, the, the, like, giant yo-yo blades and, like, the giant wings, and the more that she got parts of herself sliced off, the faster she was going and the more dangerous she was. It's like, oh, that Resurrection was sick. Uh, this is... He has more arms. <laughs> I th- I think, like, where it loses me in comparison to Bankai is, like, it feels like with the Resurrection, and I, I don't know how to explain it, but it feels like uh, there are, like, constraints to what that can possibly be in a weird way, which, like, I get it, we've seen some really specific ones, uh, so, like, maybe I'm just wrong, but... With Bankai, I can't help but feel this sense of, oh, that could be, that could do literally anything. Like, there could be some really wild things this sword could do. Like, we've seen a sword that turns into a snake. We've seen, you know, a sword that, well, I mean, I guess that just turns into something else, which is a giant poison baby. But, uh, we, regardless, for me, Bankai feel like they could be anything. Resurre- Resurrection feel like they're weirdly constrained. And I, I don't yeah. know how to explain it. Well, I, th- I think the the constraining is part is, like, by nature, a Bankai is, like, a sword has a special power, and then it has a second 
better version of that power usually, which is the Bankai. But it's it's mm-hmm. the power, not the sword, that's important. Whereas the Resurrect Shot is like, oh, like this is their orig- this is their beast mode. This is their original like look. True, uh, true, true, true. Uh, so it's like this is it's more it's less about the power and it's more about like the shape of the body, I guess. Um, but they are, you know, for all intents and purposes, they're like Bankai, but less interesting. Uh, which is which is a bit of a shame because most of these resurrection haven't been haven't been like hitting. They haven't been like big moments, uh, or they've been yeah. mostly big moments. And like, what the fuck is this? This looks dumb. He's a giant pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, some of them are good. Some of them are really good. Others are, uh... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the weird part about this one is that uh, Noitoro's Resurrection is, like, I've got four arms and fourth size th- four sides now. And Ichigo is, like, reacting with horror and shock, and he's like, more arms! <laughs> like, <laughs> Nell was a centaur. <laughs> she had goat legs. <laughs> God. Um, at this point, Zaraki like appears stunned for, uh, for a second. But really, he's just going like, "Hey, hell yeah, hell yeah! My sword is shaking. This fucking rules. I'm, I'm down. Hell yeah!" Um, so he attacks. He gets hurt. Yachu looks on with worry? Question mark. Um, the the way like. Because this has been one of the typical Bleach things of like, oh, this person's in trouble. Actually, no, they're not. They're in control. Ah, but they're in trouble. But they're in control. Yachiru's expressions have like constantly been flipping back and forth between like worry and ah, I knew this would happen. <laughs> oh, and uh, then we get we get a moment where it seems like Zaraki is unconscious on the ground. Noitra begins advancing on Yachiru, and Orihime, like, runs towards her, desperately putting up a shield. Ichigo tries to stop Orihime, but he's- he is trapped in the healing bubble, and he, like, can't get out. And then Yachiru says, oh, hey, buddy, you should watch out behind you, because, whoops, Noitra has three arms now. Kampachi wasn't unconscious, he was just trying to figure out how to stop being blocked, and his solution is, I'll just cut off all your arms. Uh, wait, no, that would mean you can't fight. I'll cut all your arms except one. Uh, but Noitra just regrows his arm and then goes on the attack. Kimpachi has an advantage until... Oh, now Noitra has six arms and one of them stabbed him. So his power is more than having four arms. It's he can keep growing arms. End you know, episode. on one hand... on well, Okay, maybe on one hand is a poor choice of words. Um... <laughs> On the well, many hands of Buddha. Yeah. What I will say is I do think it is the most Dragon Ball Z moment to have him regrow his arm. However, I think the fact that his whole power is just having as many arms as he wants is kind of dumb. Oh, for sure. Maybe he'll get another... Maybe we'll have more power in the next episodes, you know? Maybe he just hasn't been talking about his powers. I don't know. Maybe. Bleach is a problem sometimes. Anything to say uh, for th- for this episode or? Uh, I mean, 
it's cool that Zaraki gets to like unleash his power, but it's incredibly straightforward. Yeah, there's just not a lot to say. Wow, they're hitting each other with swords. Yeah, <laughs> back to basics. The battle rages, and and so it goes. The battle does rage, indeed. Uh, as, and then we get the post-credit scene where now Tetsuzaimon is in the human world because he's asking Ichigo, "Hey, get my captain onto one of your animal TV shows they have that boosts popularity." And he's imagining Komamura being like a Showa era, like manly idol and singing, a real like heartthrob character. And then Ichigo turns on the TV to say, "Oh no, animal sh- shows are like this. It's puppies playing with a ball." And then Komamura shows up and is like, "This is quality television. This is perfect." <laughs> Nothing could be better than this. Hell yeah. I'm like, this is good. <laughs> Every time that Iba's like, no, he's not a dog, and then Komamura's like, no, I'm basically just a dog. It's fine. It's chill. <laughs> I'm a fox man. It's it's great. <laughs> Every single time that joke is, like, never fails to get me. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. And then some more... Uh, incredibly sick pages from chapter 309 specifically when the uh, eye patch gets torn off where you're like you really get the feeling of like oh buddy you extremely fucked up taking off this eye patch <laughs> yeah that's really yeah, good that shit's sick uh, I, get, like, I will say what one thing I don't love is uh, Noitra's eye in the bottom right panel don't look right to me. I don't know how to describe it. it its positioning looks wrong. <laughs> yeah, he's got like a 45 degree angle slant on his eye that other characters don't. <laughs> Presumably to make him look more shifty, I suppose. I guess mm-hmm. so. Yeah, uh, I think it is also something that like emphasizes the uh, intensity, right? Of the moment. For sure. Mm. Yeah, and then we get uh we get like a like a double title page. Uh I know I think this is like a flashback or when, basically when he's preparing to like unleash his uh Bankai, we see Noitura with the like crescent moon that is represented by the horns he gets in his resurrection and also just the shape of his sides. Uh just on a mountain of corpses, or a mountain with a bunch of weapons sticking out of it, which looks real dope. And then the, the actual title page for pay, for chapter three hundred ten: four arms to killing you. Hell yeah, I love this. And then God. the act like this is a turn page. This is like a page turn reveal, but. We get the scene where Yachiru is saying, like, hey, buddy, you shouldn't take your eyes off the fight. Soraki's down but not out. And then you turn the page, and you see, like, the giant skull of, like, Soraki's energy right before he slices off an arm. No, this shit's sick. And it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, <laughs> it's such yeah, a good that's page. really good. That hits way harder than it does in the anime, honestly. Yeah. Agreed. Like, I appreciate the, the effort, honestly. Like, I was like, oh, they they did try to do the thing, but it's like, no, no. The <laughs> the shout-outs to the letterer, the English letterer, just having it go, doom! 
<laughs> you love to see a giant doom. Uh, and then the final bit is the chapter, uh, the like end of chapter corner illustrations. We've got the one with Zaraki putting a. We've got the one with Zaraki like sl- getting sliced but dodging, so it's just it's mostly the eye patch on his shoulder. The one where Neutra does his bankai, and then one chapter of them fighting each other. Uh, basically, you get like Zaraki as just a skeleton getting sliced. Hell a so- yeah! A sort of like beast covered in fur and and spines for Neutra's uh, uh, resurrection, and then, like, the two of them facing off, and just like, god damn. <laughs> These are so sick. No, this shit rules. Well, that's it for those episodes. We made Kubo it. Kubo can be good. Kubo, like, Kubo can do some really sick art. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I As often as we have to say it on this show, which does feel quite often i'll admit uh i i do feel like sometimes we're a bit hard on bleach we like we do enjoy it bleach is good sometimes yeah it's very fun like yeah, we wouldn't go wait. through the like actually watching this episode if it was all bad yeah like there are some high points and like i'm sure we will get to a portion of bleach where we're consistently hyped to see it for a while uh, unfortunately, like, a rock car arcs, um, it's, it's hit or miss, but, you know, we take it as we get it. Four. <laughs> God. God. Oh, man. But yeah, that'll do it for this week. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at BleachCast. You can find me on Tumblr at Floral Aspers. You can find me on Twitter at SSBSLJ and on Blue Sky at Space Lancer Jericho. You can find me on Twitter at MonkeyPyQuinn. That is M-O-N-K-I-P-I-Q-U-I-N-N. The username, as of this point in time, our recording today, you'll see the Mr. Magoo penis pump incident. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. I was so, so hopeful that that was what it would still be this time. (laughs) God. Ah. Yeah, that'll do it. I hope you have a great week. Stay cool, Chads. I couldn't come up with anything clever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I posted it like a week ago. I posted it like a week ago. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Where is it? Where the fuck (laughs) is it? Uh, His arms. Somehow he's doubled them. I, I hope you know, Quinn, I'm leaving all of that in. <laughs> Alright, well, that's fine. I normally am fucking like a whip, so sometimes. 